Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things. We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet. Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life. In this episode, we are going to talk all things biohacking and why you're probably wasting a whole lot of time and money when you're not even touching the staples first. So ROI, biggest bang for your buck. But first, if you are a returning listener, you know the deal. If you have passed three episodes, leave us a review. It can just be a quick five star. It can be, you know, a little paragraph, a couple sentences. It all helps us spread the word, helps the show reach a greater audience. New listeners, that's the deal. You can listen to up to three episodes. As I say you can, like you actually get stopped. You don't get stopped. It's just the honor system. But three episodes, if you're still listening beyond those three episodes, please leave us a quick five-star review. Little blurb, again, share us on social media, tag us. We appreciate all of that. Uh, we give you guys free free resources, free tools. All we ask in return is just that you, uh, you, know, you help us spread the good word, reach. Speaking of free resources. Do you want to share about that or is that a secret? Uh, if it was a secret, it'd be defeating the purpose. So you can just keep on dancing <laughs> and talk about it. We added a new section to our website that has all of our freebies and any freebies that we continue to release will be added there. So if you go to our website, it's titled freebies. Yeah, at the top. that's the navigation. Yeah. So or the- and in the footer on every single page, you'll see get the free stuff or free freebies, something. So you can navigate there. You can click our download. So far, we have the fiber cheat sheet download with like all different kinds of plant intake ideas. Um, We have the SDE method, the intro guide, which is our 30 day intro to a lot of the things that we work on with our clients. And And then that one is more specific, actionable steps, correct? Yes, that one's very specific steps on what exactly you need to do. The two that you're about to mention are more of an elaboration on the pillars, um, general outlines and teaching you how to figure out what fits in your specific lifestyle. Whereas the guide is here are specific things you can do right now. Yeah. So the other two, you guys have heard us talk about this probably on the podcast before the, we called it the busy parent guide. So we have the super dad protocol and the mom strong, the era guide. And those are more so like our personal stories on what we focus on within our five pillars as parents. So those are the most elaborate guides. Those two, um, I think they're both like 40 pages. We break down, again, our history, uh, the philosophy behind each of our five pillars. So again, we talk about giving away free tools. Um, nothing that we do is a secret. Everything that we do, we talk about on the podcast, we share on social media, we give away in our daily email se- uh, sequence. So if you're not on that, you're getting not only awesome daily insights, but also uh, exclusive discounts to the app, to coaching that we periodically drip. So those of you who are on it already, thank you. We love you. We're going to keep throwing up out the good stuff. Um, those of you who are not, is that linked in this? I don't think it is. I can link it. We'll figure that out. It'll probably be in this description. But as I sit here drinking my green smoothie, we are going to talk a little bit about biohacking because that is all the craze. Started off a couple years ago with just general longevity, what you can do you know, to improve those longevity markers of a longer, healthier life, increase that health span versus just lifespan. Now it seems like, well, first of all, as a mini tangent, just in social media in general, it feels like as podcasts run out of things to talk about, as influencers run out of things to talk about, um, they kind of try to reinvent 
new crazy things and even you know not necessarily just fad diets and you know protocols but well i guess protocols um just something new and sexy and flashy to grab attention and, and talk about and that kind of seems like the biohacking era that it is kind of i think turning just the into. wellness era is in its we're in the wellness era rather right now um, which isn't a bad thing the no, wellness era it's not a bad thing but i think like anything that you see on social media it's easy to just take something and run with it and make that your entire personality like you see a lot of these people who i don't know i stumbled upon an account the other day that all of her videos were just her doing cold plunges like every single video and There's that's a lot fine of those, guy too that's a lot fine of but i think that you know we have to include a more holistic approach to all of that um and also like if you're somebody who's just scrolling social media and you stumble upon that and you think that becomes the magic pill or the magic secret to whatever they're trying to promote or whatever they're saying it helps with then you i don't know i just feel like it's a very people are taking the whole niche thing a little bit too far yeah and it's something that you're not going to stick with long term so obviously influencers are a bit more committed to you know selling an action selling a protocol I say, I'm not, I'm not even saying I was going to say not specific to selling, but the concept of them doing because that's what gets likes, that's what gets views, that's what gets engagement. Social media likes consistency. You are that guy who does that thing. Yeah. So you have to remember that as you are scrolling as a consumer, because I think sometimes we don't realize how much we are influenced by what we are taking in. I mean, it happens to me. I'm sure you too still like if I follow too many other fitness and health people even if they're putting out really great information it negatively impacts my creativity it it influences influences me as far as what I'm thinking about for that day and then that bleeds into everything else so my moral of the story here is I shared this with our coaches too like don't be taking in too much information which is very easy these days well foreshadowing for this specific episode um, is a previous episode that we had uh, health your health and fitness is a full-time job. And to kind of parlay of what we just said, like, yes, this thing may increase whatever by 10%. That thing may improve this part of your life by 10%. But doing those things on only those things, you're not getting the grander benefit. Doing those things for a shorter period of time because you can't commit to doing an ice bath for four minutes every single day at 37 degrees. You know, again, acute, not not bigger picture. If you aren't doing specific things every single day or 90% of the time, um, you're not, you know, your health is going to go up and down on this roller coaster that we talked about. So your health is in fact a full-time job and we have a full episode on that uh, specifically, but to kind of break down, you know, what are the trends you've seen recently on social media and just to throw out a few and some of these we do and we do them regularly, but they're a part of a, a broader regimen. So as far as biohacking, you have the sauna, which I'm going to put in its own category, and I'll circle back to that. You've got sauna, you've got cold plunges, you've got red light therapy, you have peptides, you have hormone replacement therapy. Um, what else we got out there that you've seen? The biggest ones right now are cold exposure and heat exposure. I think those are kind of blowing up. Um, and it's not even that either of them are new things. Like sauna and heat exposure, that's been around for for forever like for a long time um so 
it's not even that these things like Josh said are new or that they're bad or you shouldn't do them. Like we we do do them, them. (laughs) but it's not the secret sauce. And a lot of the people who are starting to implement these things because they see other influencers implement them are not doing the baseline things that are going to move the needle a lot faster. Now, the reason I put sauna in its own bucket as far as, you know, whether you want to call it biohacking, whether you want to call it, you know, getting the most bang for your buck, you are getting the most bang for your buck with a sauna. The the data on sauna use is incredible. It is one of the single most powerful things that you can do for your overall health as far as, you know, decreasing overall mortality and just comorbidity and, um, you know, increasing health span, reducing particularly cardiovascular health risk, um, the sauna, sauna, sauna is the closest thing that you will get to a magic bullet. And that's that's pretty undisputed. So I do put that in its own category. That one is absolutely worth the investment. Um, and not to say that the others aren't, but they're not if you're not doing all the little things, which we're going to dive into today as far as true biohacking. What the hell can you be doing on a daily basis that's actually going to help you feel better and live longer and impre- improve your, your health span and your lifespan overall? Um, so the sauna is in a league of its own. That is absolutely worth the investment. It's one of the best things we've invested in. Um, but you also don't need it. You don't need it, but it's certainly a helpful. And useful but if you're tool. not, if you're not exercising right now and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go buy a sauna. I mean, I guess there is still benefits to it. So I see why you put that in its own category, but most people aren't going to go out and buy. Not saying you sauna. have to. I'm just saying like, if, if you did not, if you're not working out, and you go buy a cold plunge. I don't know why you just spend five grand on a cold plunge. If you are not working out and you are not eating healthy and you went and bought a sauna, I can see why you did that. Yeah. It's Fair. relaxing. You can get yourself to do it consistently and the health benefits are incredible. Fair. And so that I can see. Don't they improve when it's combined with cardiovascular exercise? Absolutely. But if you did nothing else, the sauna would still True. have dramatic effects on your overall health. So okay. that is why Fair. it's in a league of its own. As far as doing nothing else and buying a cold plunge and buying a $5,000 red light machine and buying, I don't know, they have these things for brain, I think they like vibrate on your forehead. Like there are some ridiculous things coming out. Not to say that they're doing nothing. Look it up. They're, they're all out there. Not to say they're doing nothing, limited data. And if you're not doing the other things, you you're, don't you're need to be time. dropping hundreds or thousands of dollars. Thousands, these things are thou- when you talk biohacking, it's of thousands of dollars. On wellness things if you are not regularly strength and doing strength and cardio exercise and eating a well-rounded diet period we'll also dive into and then we'll kind of touch on what you can be doing true biohacking peptides and hormone replacement therapy i have done both for a very 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 short period of time by a short uh, period of time you I mean, mean like a couple of weeks oh no, it was not I, even a week I, no i think i did them it was over the course of a week and a half i think uh, three testosterone injections. Uh, the peptides were daily. He did um, not have a good reaction. I had a very annoying, it wasn't terrible. About this just, yeah, it was on another episode. Uh, I just had an elevated heart rate by 10 to 15 beats per minute um, for like two weeks straight. So long story short, no cardiac events. Uh, so I tried to trigger one because I was in no man's land. Like, do I go to the ER? Do I not? Like, I'm not dying, but this is pretty uncomfortable. Um, so I just did some intense cardio for like a week straight still didn't change so i went to the er got an ekg everything was fine there was crazy wait periods so i checked myself out against medical advice um, and just waited it out so by by the end of two weeks off of everything it kind of settled down 
um, talking to uh, Dr. Jamie. She's been on the podcast also. She mentioned that that was probably the testosterone. They could, some of these places she calls a testosterone mill. It was just too much too quickly. Um, you can do smaller doses uh, more frequently as opposed to one larger dose throughout the week. Not that it was a large dose. It was 200 milligrams once a week. Anyway, moral of the story. Moral of the story. I was using that. I, I, call, I can say I was using it as a Band-Aid because nothing else was really working for me. Um, but I was doing all the other little things. I was taking care of myself with training and nutrition and sleep and recovery overall. Those are all dialed in to a T. So this was me thinking, okay, T's been low for a while. Um, let me let me try this. Let me see if it helps. And for three days, I felt really good. Like it did help. Um, couldn't continue. Did further tests. Ended up doing a gut reboot, which I'm not going to dive into on this podcast. But essentially, you know, treating some parasites, uh, getting rid of some bad bacteria, and uh, rebirthing repopulating <laughs> like rebirthing repopulating uh the good microbiota um which helped me tremendously inflammation is down i can feel it vitality has come back for the first time in a decade um so not to say i wasn't doing all the other things i did all the other things so that was the path i would still recommend if you're doing every single little thing do as much testing as you can and then you can try some of these other areas um but jumping right to peptides, jumping right to testosterone replacement therapy or hormone replacement therapy. Um, if you're not doing the little things, it's just a Band-Aid that uh, it's not fixing the root cause in any in any regard. So what are those little things? What are the things that we should be doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, monthly basis? What are the granular essentials? Moving your body. Move your body. Movement and exercise. Easiest so, and possibly most critical. Movement as far as you know, movement throughout your day. You're not sitting all day long and then going to the gym for an hour, but also prescribed training. So following a strength progressive program, um, doing intentional cardio also. We need both ends here. There's a lot of people right now who will still say, strength training will get you your results you don't need to do any cardio there's a ton of people who are runners and endurance athletes who will say you know you need to be doing all of the running and you your strength training is going to make you slower don't listen to either of those people you need a healthy balance of both in order to succeed and feel your best in all areas so no matter who you are you should be strength training our muscle mass naturally declines as we age so you know, even if you're only doing two days per week, two full body days, maybe three full body days, that is perfect. That is a great starting place, um, even a great place to maintain forever. Um, or maybe you're doing four days of strength per week and you aren't doing any cardio right now. Add in a couple cardio sessions. It doesn't have to be at the same time as your strength training. It could be completely separate, but your heart health needs it. <laughs> we need both. So movement and prescribed exercise. Yeah, it's consistency. So if you can't get to the gym five, six days a week, start with two and do it consistently. Those same routines, progressive overload, increase those lifts over time, the strength in those lifts over time. Um, and circling back to movement itself, um, you know, you mentioned you might go to the gym an hour. Maybe you're training six days a week, you go to the gym for an hour, you hop up off the couch, you hop up off your desk and you go to the gym. You can still live a sedentary lifestyle while you're training six days a week. If you're moving less than 7,000 steps per day, which a lot of clients come to us in that in that frame, um, it's something where we have to focus on that first. So that could be getting up throughout the day. So you have overall movement, but you also have inactivity time. 
you've probably heard now sitting is the new smoking there's some data showing that you know sedentary lifestyle can potentially be more detrimental to your health than smoking um you know as far as longevity and and markers and just as an, an example here like if you're feeling overwhelmed with oh i i don't have time to do cardio and strength work like it feels like so much i don't know where to start then i would suggest and like as an example for me coming off of pregnancy in my postpartum period I focused on the strength stuff first I was not doing really any cardio Um, I got consistent with my strength work first now that that has been established I was kind of starting to add in cardio here and there just nothing specific just getting my feet wet with it again but strength is like consistent I don't really have to think about it I'm hitting five days per week every single week so now that I'm consistent there I've added in the cardio again and I cannot encourage you enough to make those small steps like that rather than adding in four strength days and three days of cardio right now especially if you're not doing that or barely hitting two days per week of anything so start small and increase from there and i've been on all all the extremes there's probably more than two as far as super long workouts a ton of uh, frequency and really really short workouts and also free high frequency and then High volume, lower frequency. I think I've covered all bases of that triangle or square. And I'm at the point now where I found my sweet spot where I am adapting physically, aesthetically, you know, strength going up very consistently. And I'm training six, five to six days per week, usually six days per week, but I'm only in there 35 to 45 minutes most workouts. And I'm just making sure I'm hitting those exercises hard. Um, for those of you who are doing the Physique and Physique Plus programs within our SDE Method app, that's those are my programs. Those are what I'm doing. And I did deviate that from a while. I like to experiment, see if I adapt well with other things. Um, and I was doing very, very high volume and similar frequency. And I felt fine. I was recovering well. But that's when we started getting sick. And I say we, I typically avoid all those illnesses that are kind of going through the house. That's when I got hammered for a month month and a half straight it was just something lingering and then I get hit and then something else would linger so kind of coming back to finding that balance for what I need for my vitality on a day-to-day basis for my aesthetic goals for my strength goals um, and just you know boosting the immune system just feeling good in general we play with things over time I've been training at this point for over two decades that sounds disgusting to say out loud um but I found my sweet spot through trial and error, and I know what I adapt best at, and those things are still going to ebb and flow with each phase of life, but that's where I'm at now. Those are the programs I'm prescribing. It's the five to six days per week in the build, and the I'm sorry, in Physique and Physique Plus, we have lower frequency days, build, move anywhere in the program as well that you have access to, um, but five to six days per week, typically 30 to 45 minutes. Um, you can add sets if you need to, so it does go above that uh, slightly, but everything's under an hour, um, but you can get great results just by being consistent in a shorter period of time so if you guys can only train 20 minutes a day six days a week if you can get six days in but only 20 minutes or you only want to do five you can still get phenomenal results so don't use time as an excuse don't use exercise uh, availability as far as equipment as an excuse you can do a ton of great things in a quote-unquote limited setting something is always better than nothing always so what do we got we got movement we have training in regards to cardio and strength training what are the staples of nutrition? Protein intake and plants, I would say, are the two things. Um, those are the two things that are also in our intro guide as far as like what you should be focusing on. But I think those are the two things we see often that people are 
not consuming enough of and can help you sort of shift your mind from I need less calories, I need to cut back on my calories to what can I add in as far as protein intake, what can I add in as far as plant intake. Um, So instead of subtracting and thinking about eating less, you're thinking about what can you add in that is adding value to your overall life. General outline, I mean typically 0.7, grams to one gram per pound of body weight. Unless you are very overweight or like classified as overweight or obese, then you're gonna you're gonna want to go for your optimal. I hate saying goal weight, but like if you're 300 pounds and your optimal weight would be around 190, you go for what 190. For that's example, that's a lot, but well, maybe not for a guy. But anyway, um, you can cut those margins in half depending on how overweight you are. Fiber intake goals, typically you want to be around 40 grams per day. Most of the United States is less than 10. I think the average is 7 grams per day, which is actually very hard to do. It's very difficult to eat less than 10 grams of fiber per day, but we do it. Um, So goal is 40, but you don't want to ramp right up to 40. If you are below that threshold, typically you want to add 5 to 10 grams per day per week. So your average daily intake, if you're at 20, Go to 25 for a week, 30 for a week, 35 for a week, 40 for a week, build it up. Reminder Um, that our fiber cheat sheet is on the website. If you're like, I I want to increase my fiber, but I don't know what to eat, go there right now and download it. That will tell you. Um, People will often say, well, why can't I just add in a fiber supplement? And the reason why we don't love fiber supplements is because when you're supplementing your daily fiber intake, you're probably not eating enough whole foods if you need to do that and you're missing out on a lot of other nutrients that you're getting from those whole foods for just adding in fiber as a supplement so that said you can still take the supplement but don't rely on that use it as an extra little bonus throw it in a shake uh psyllium husk is a favorite akiyasa akiyasa powder ayahuasca no not ayahuasca (laughs) not acai I don't know what that one is. Um, And then as far as plant variety. So anything that grows from the ground, we consider a plant. It doesn't have to be just a fruit, just a vegetable. It can be a nut. It can be a legume. It can be whatever. If it grew from the ground. Can you say legume again? Legume. You say it very like nicely. Anyway. uh, Herbs. You're seasoning your food. Um, Four different herbs and spices will get you an extra point. So a quarter point for each herb and spice you throw on something. So there's your little cheat sheet. Uh, and we aim for 30 plant points per week. And it's a plant point per different plant. So it's not, you know, 15 servings of blueberries. That counts once. Um, so, so 30 different 30 plant different varieties. plants per week. But as far as fiber intake goes, you want to be somewhere between 30 to 40 plus grams per day, depending on the individual. But thank you for clarifying that again caveat what is the one thing that we tell people who say well i ate so much fiber today but my stomach hurt did you did you miss the last yeah, five minutes totally were you, were you sleeping <laughs> i totally yeah. tuned out low and slow and you can go back to bed <laughs> uh so anywho 30 to 40 grams per day increase 5 to 10 grams average per week and 30 different plants per week bonus points quarter point for your herbs and spices Training. training jinx go back to bed <laughs> training movement nutrition let's go to habits mindset or lifestyle lifestyle these so we talk about habits we talk about the five pillars training nutrition mindset movement and habits those are the five pillars of the sde method habits are what are supporting specific protocols 
Um, so they, they all ebb and flow into each other. That's why they're all there. They support each other. They create a stable foundation. Um, so for example, a lifestyle habit would be a morning walk. So taking that walk right before breakfast every morning with the family would be a lifestyle habit. Um, drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning when your feet hit the ground, turn, grab that glass of water, which is another part of technically nutrition. It's going in through your mouth. Um, so as a guideline there with water, about two thirds of your body weight in ounces, assuming your normal weight. Um, just throw that in there. General lifestyle, getting, so we say morning walk, but let's say you're not getting that walk in the morning. Maybe you take your coffee on the porch or you're in their front yard and you're just kind of getting that morning sunlight in. So replacing that red light therapy in a sense and getting that natural sunlight first thing in the morning where you're getting those different wavelengths, um, different colors coming from the sun. And then with habits too, I like to pair them together. So it's called habit stacking. Um, so if you're struggling with implementing whatever you're trying to implement for a habit let's say you want to start reading more nonfiction books and you want to read 10 pages but you're struggling to implement that pair that with something you're already doing so like for example if you're trying to do that at night before bed um and you always brush your teeth and wash your face at a certain time or like in a certain sequence before bed have that be what you stack it with so if you're always washing your face doing your nightly skincare routine then right after that, you go and read your 10 pages or right before that, you go and read your 10 pages. So you're always doing those two things together. It makes it a little bit easier to kind of get the ball rolling there. One other uh, key component with habits is that it is a great idea to have a habit assigned to every goal that you have. So if you have a goal of reading a book per month, the habit would be something like reading two pages per night before bed. So try to keep it at the same time keep it very minimal. We want to make these daily non-negotiable. We do not want to skip habits. You skip it once, it's much easier to skip again in the future. Um, so any any goal you have, okay, what's the tiny thing that I can do every single day that's going to lead to that goal over time? So get creative with it. Um, again, the, the book was an easy example, so I'm not going to dive too much further into that. Mindset habits, um, also critical because mental health is a big part of this uh, biohacking on a daily basis. So emotional health, mental health, um, general sense of community, compassion, uh, loving and being loved. My staple is a daily meditation and I can kind of incorporate all of those things I just mentioned into different types of meditation. Sometimes it's just awareness, uh, an awareness meditation is following your breath, hearing everything around you, not thinking, letting thoughts are going to happen, but letting them pass through. Um, you can do things for compassion like Tong Len, which is where you kind of visualize a situation where someone's suffering. Think of, you know, for example, a homeless person. It's cold out. You're, you know, feeling their suffering. The process of Tonglen, the practice is you are taking their suffering. So they no longer have to suffer. So you're kind of visualizing you're taking that suffering on for them, that burden for them. And you're giving them, you know, the good vibes. You're giving them the wealth. You're giving them compassion in regards to fixing their problem and taking their suffering for them. So a lot of great things, a lot of uh, compassion building, obviously through that and just a general sense of positivity toward the rest of the world, which all of us could use at this point in time. Um, you know, there's the may you be happy, may you be well, may you be free from suffering. Um, I don't even know what that one falls under. There's there is a name for that one as well. But it's uh, starting with those that you love most, your family, your kids, your spouse. Um, then you transition into neutral individuals, same thing. May you be happy, may you be well, may you be free from suffering. And then you take that same feeling you felt when you were, you know, saying this to your kids in your mind, to those you actually dislike, um, very, very powerful practice. So those you love closest, those you are neutral to some, 
random gas station clerk, uh, and then apply that same philosophy, that same practice. May you be happy, may you be well, may you be free from suffering to those you truly, truly despise. Um, very powerful mental shift. So mental shift, uh, mental habits, I'm sorry, uh, meditation, cold exposure is something I put in the mental uh mental department there Same. so cold showers mm-hmm. cold plunge i do it for the mental aspect there's physical benefits but i do that for my mental health anything else you would throw in that bucket habits mental health mm. i think you covered what i do anything else you want to throw into this natural hacking natural we, hacking biohacking <laughs> natural um no i just want to reiterate you know We've, we've said this time and time again on the podcast. Take in the information, but before you apply it, make sure it's something that actually adds value to your life. There are so many different things that you can implement. There are so many different routes that you can take to get to your end goal. And if the things that you're trying to do do not make sense for your life, then it's not going to last. It's going to be very short term. It probably won't feel great. Um, and that's Don't not, force the square into the triangular hole. And that's not to say that there won't be some discomfort or challenge when adding new things in. That's expected and that's something you have to expect and sort of push through too. But know what actually fits and what is just uncomfortable because it feels new, if that makes sense does so again don't reach for the sexy thing you just saw on instagram um if there are things that you're interested in and you're already doing all the little things absolutely try them out but you need to start with the basics you need to start with those simple foundations again your your health your family's health it is a full-time job and it doesn't doesn't have to be overwhelming that just means you have to have consistent and constant awareness on those things am i doing the things that are going to make me feel the best and don't reach for the band-aids when that's not the case Always reflect back. Why do I feel this way, physically or mentally? What did I change in the last couple of weeks? What can I do differently moving forward? What can I get back into my lifestyle that I used to do that made me feel really good? Um, you know, it's not the huge investment. Although sometimes there is a benefit of financially investing in something and having that financial accountability. Absolutely a psychological hack, uh, but don't leap right to that. Um, if you're signing up for something like coaching, don't just do it because oh, if I pay for it, I'm going to do it. Make sure your philosophies align. Jump on that call and make sure you're hearing all the right things from that person you're about to work with um, to make sure it is a good fit, um, which again, we do that free no obligation call and go through everything on your side, go through everything on our side to make sure that it is the perfect match. If it's not, I let you know right there. Um, but we're going to sum it up. We're going to wrap it up. Where can they find you? I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. I'm at Josh Skutnik. Everything else is linked in the show notes.